All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach. Going to be talking to you all things Rose Hill and a bit of Brisbane action for this week. Recap a couple of races from the weekend. Any uh, racing news that is happening? Recording as soon as Newcastle and Brisbane are about to kick off Thursday evening. And Tom is joining me. Tom, what's going on? Hi, mate. Yeah, um, not, not too much this week. Um, yeah, looking towards Brizzy. They're starting to get a few Group 1s. I'm heading up there tomorrow, uh, which will be good. The weather, on the other hand, does not look good. And I don't think they can move to Eagle Farm again because Eagle Farm are racing there for the next few weeks. So um, both Sydney and Brisbane actually going to cop a fair bit of bad weather, which is just the um, never-ending story of this year. But uh, hopefully we get some racing going anyways because there's um, there's some winners to be found. It's pretty brutal, isn't it, up there? I hate that um, heavy slot. But you, um, a horse you, the family's involved in, you went to watch the last at Hawkesbury today? Yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of trials this week and uh, one at uh, Tacoma resumed today at Hawkesbury. Just probably got a bit too far back, probably needed to run and hopefully strip a bit fitter and um, hopefully get a win soon. Um, some sad news, friend of mine or friend of the show, he has a little share in Rule of Law, and Rule of Law went through that little stage of, I think it went maybe five or six in a row, um, people were talking about it for like, I think it even ran in the, some big races back in autumn, it ran in the TJ and stuff, but it actually had to get put down to that injury in the spelling paddock, um, pretty devastated, he's like, he was so spewing, it was supposed to get back into work in a couple of days, and yeah, Pretty, pretty sad. And you hate when that happens, do they? Yeah, man. Especially um, horses like that. So many times it happens to the really talented ones. And rule of law, we saw string a, a fair few wins together this prep. And yeah, it's really sad to see that sort of stuff, especially in the paddock when they just sort of by themselves and they hurt themselves. And yeah, it's not great. How was um? Did you go to Scone last week? Yeah, yeah, I got home to Scone. Yeah, it was good. Um, we had two funny days. The the Scone Cup was cold and miserable and raining, and then twenty seven degrees on the Saturday. Sun was out. I got a bit burnt and <laughs> um, take much. yeah, just yeah. But it was really nice actually. So um, yeah, good to catch up with some mates uh, back there. And um, yeah, it was it was a good couple of days. It was um. I guess it wasn't the hugest best racing guess last weekend, but I know the one horse you pushed was was a race that I didn't even we didn't even really cover was that Andrew Ramsden race, and you were pretty bullish on Point Nepean. Um, I think it was like four dollars or something when we talked about it on the podcast. It drifted to six, one by about a length. It was good. Melbourne Cup bound. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's probably the one you wanted to see towards the Melbourne Cup because it was it was tough, and I think it's Alex Kelly or um, Alana Kelly. Board. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's right, and. Um, they look gone. Lunsky's was coming up the inside, but um, credit to Point and P and toughed it out and lightly raced so far. So um, I think that's the one that can maybe shape um, shape up for a Melbourne Cup prep. And yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on Point and P. Um, before we get into Rose Hill, I'm just going to mention um, a post I made yesterday. I sort of got it from punters. They put in their article, and it was the top 10 race callers. So from 10 down to 1, they went Mitch Manners, Colin McNiff, old mate Tasmania, Tim Edwards, Manton, 
Fowler, Crettenden, Josh Fleming, Flindell, McCauley, and Matt Hill. I would always, I reckon I definitely have Matt Hill first. And I really like Darren McCauley. I think he's a great caller. Darren's probably up there. Josh good. But what do you reckon about the others? Do you think someone like Luke Marlowe is stiff to miss out? Do you think Colin McNiff is a bit of a random one to be in there? Yeah, there are a couple of odd ones. I, I definitely would have the same uh, trifecta, possibly in a different order, but uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't fault the top three. I think... Um, would you have Flindell ahead three, of Darren or McCauley? It, it would have been a photo finish, I reckon. Right. Oh, it would have been a photo finish, and Matty Hill deserves uh, that top spot as well. He's uh, been calling so well. Um, yeah, and a few others. I thought Mitch is a bit stiff to be that far down at number 10. Same with uh, Anthony Merton as well. And No Marlowe? Uh, yeah, there was a few. Marlowe, uh, unlucky to miss out. There's um, Cole Hodges. I mean, Tony Wode and Russell Leonard up north. There's yeah, some true. really good callers. And uh, even uh, someone like Adam Oldslansky as well. Like There's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just a couple of names there that I thought were tough, but you can't put them all in. Rick McIntosh, after doing his... Warnable Carnival? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rick was the other one as well, and maybe Terry Bailey, stiff to miss out. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely couldn't fault the top three, but I reckon everyone sort of has their own opinion about the rest. That's the whole point. That's the good thing. All right, we got uh, Rose Hill. So it's going to be good to be back there. Um, like you said, Tom's going up to... Doombin to be working up on the Brisbane Carnival this weekend, but they are expecting some serious rain. So, like you said, if they don't run... If it's as bad as it keeps getting, are they going to? What do they do if Doombin doesn't run? Because they can't run Eagle Farm. They're not going to go run on the synthetic. What happens? Yeah, it's uh, it's a really interesting one. I reckon we might see um, something made if we get a lot of a call made. Maybe a lot of rain tomorrow, but uh, I'm I'm not sure if there's much they can do. Maybe they can move some race into the midweek, or they look at some of the features on a bigger bigger race meeting later on. But um, as we saw with the Sydney Carnival, you can't really push anything back because it just um, it just affects so many preps going forward for mm. other races. Uh, yeah, so it's it'll be interesting to see what they do if they do get the weather and, and if Durban doesn't handle it. Um, yeah, very interesting. It looks like they're looking at the forecast. It's just rain every day for the next week even. So interesting what happens. Um, they're ex- we're expecting some rain in Sydney too. So it's been really nice the last couple of days. But, yeah, we're expecting some rain. Rose Hill, good to be back. We've had a couple of standalones in the last couple of weeks. But uh, back at one of the big meetings or big uh, venues. So we'll kick off. We'll go straight through. And race number one is 1,200 metres. We don't have a jock for Zoo Gotcha, but that is the fave for Walla. Uh I'm expecting probably quite a few scratchings, to be honest, this weekend. But Otai Kuhn is there for Bjorn and Rachel King. That's a four bucks. Northern Beaches going around again. Wasn't a bad run last time. I know Coe put some shit on it, just because I said. But I think it placed when it was paying 17 or $20 or something. So that's seven fifty. We've got Hawaii 5.0, good show. And then we go out to pretty big figures uh, for the rest of them. What do you reckon, race one? Yeah, very interesting. A couple of first starters here. So gotcha. Two good runs. Um... A jockey at the moment's a bit interesting, so I don't know if they go there or another race that they've nominated for. Northern Beaches, uh, tough gate. Huey aboard uh, for Coolmore is uh, definitely the one on the up, and I'll, I want to watch it. But Hawaii Five O at eight dollars is is one I'm looking toward. Is a full brother to Libertini? 
and we've seen um that escapes me uh the other the other one of theirs as well the other um sibling that ronnie quinton has as well come out and do really well so that um that pedigree flying so keep an eye out for hawaii 5 but uh, I think Northern Beaches might win this race. Love that. Love a bit of Northern Beaches. Wide barrier, Huey. Um, race two, highway, always tough. Hardware Lane is the fave. Tommy's riding for Mitch Beer. Um, speaking of Tommy, did you see his, his there's a, a billion tips to people that sell tips and whatnot, and he, he got stuck into the punching group on uh, Twitter. He They must have written something. They d- deleted their tweet, pussies, but they must have put shit on him for one of his rides. But... I can't believe that people would pay money to receive your tips when you can't even tell the difference between a horse being poorly ridden or just unlucky. You aren't guaranteed a run when you are in the box seat. Just keep that in mind next time you back horses drawn low, champ. So I kind of like that about him. I like it. Yeah, and um, they they go on to have a bit of a go at, at Tommy as well, but I think their credibility was taken away once they deleted the tweet. So, yeah, I think Tommy's... Him a lot of support around Tommy and, and jockeys and that sort of situation. So, yeah, there's there, as we can't really say because we uh, we do this podcast, but there's a billion tipsters out there, and you you, you just got to respect the jockeys and the way they do it. And even, even if you think a jockey has slaughtered one or not been well, you've you've got to look at it, um, try to look at it objectively and what they're doing. Yeah, that's right. Of course. All right, well, Tommy rides the fave in race two in the highway. That's Hardware Lane, drawn 12 at 370. A little bit of money for it already. Blow Dart, one of the great ones, mate. Dylan Gibbons is riding. Good God, young runner. Claiming three. Street Powers there for Cav at nine bucks. We've got Markwell Dreamer, Pure Fuiego, and Boom Boom Basil. A little bit there. So, opened 18 today, back into 15. But what do you reckon? Highways are bloody hard. Yeah, very tough. Uh, Blow Dart getting the three kilo with Dylan Gibbons, as you've just said. Uh, very good first up in almost running a benchmark 72 on that Gosford standalone meeting. So you think form wise, uh, you look at that, but Blow Dart is a bit uh, better fresh as well and hasn't won second up, but I think placed a couple of times. So, um, But it looks to have come back still really well, Blow Dart. So I'm going to stick with it. But Big, big concern about Hardware Lane. I think Mitch Beer's got a really good one here. Tommy Berry aboard and winning that highway at Hawkesbury very impressively. Um, yeah, it, it could go on and win this race. I've got it the top two. Boom Boom Basil uh, maybe for third with Street Power. But yeah, Blow Dart in front of Hardware Lane for me. Okay, love blow dart. All right, race number three is 1,500 metres of the best. We've got Rangi Toa, uh, Hugh Bowman and Gay Waterhouse. A little drifted, though. We're having 2.15. It's out to 2.40. Elusive Jewels there at 4.80. We've got Hollywood North, 6.50. We got the French Bonnet, or Bonnet, uh, $11 into 7.50. So a bit of money there. And probably a little bit of coin for Dylan Gibbons running uh, Harvey's way, 15 to 11. Favourites on the drift, mate. Yeah, it had that good uh, win at Ramwick, sort of coming down that outside. Huey on for Gain Adrian. Joseph Jewell strung a couple of seconds together. I think he's been running really consistently uh, at the moment. So I'll probably go lean toward Elusive Jewel, But Rangitoa, yeah, really tough first up win and maybe can go back-to-back. French Benet is one I've got an eye on as well. It's been doing good things, winning two starts ago. And... If we do get a bit of rain, dead set mutter is Phillipsburg. It went to a much tougher race in the coast uh, last start, but 
uh, before that, doing some really good things on some wet tracks. So if we get a lot of rain, Phillipsburg is a bit of a knockout. But yeah, I'll go Elusive Jewel. Good Phillipsburg. I like it. 12 bucks. Uh, race number four, the Midway. Um, always the hardest race for me. Uh, Bazooka. 550 is the fave. David Payne, Josh Parr. Um, highly desired. Drawing 13 at sevens. A little bit of coin for Marnix. Tommy Sherry and Richard Litt. It's 11 bucks. It's already eight. Uh, Eight fifty now. Son of Samson's at tens. Then we go all double figures. So Momax, Star, Beretta, Media Stargast. They're all about ten bucks as well. Even Cuban Royale. We've had some luck on that horse as well. Um, tough one. Five fifty the field. Yeah, and it's it has been at Rose Hill where we've had that luck too. So just watch that Cuban Royale. Uh, again, I've been following this horse and a bit of stable bias with uh, and again, I think it'll do a lot better. It just couldn't get out of that heavy um, Hawkesbury tracks. So if we're on a bit of a better track, watch and again run a lot better. But if if we do get a bit um, bit of a mud, muddy surface, Marnix, a lot of money for it. It's uh, been doing some good things. I'll be looking for it. And Bazooka trialed really well as well. Does some really good things in the heavy. But, yeah, really tough, really tough race with a few there. Um, race at number five is 2,000 metres, and we go straight out to another 550 the field. Tough fucking field so far. Um, 550, Dylan Gibbons, which is Lavilli, claiming three for Chris Lees. A little bit of a drift, though. Open 460 already, 550. Two money horses here. Averine for Clippo and Jennings. That's 550, was $8 yesterday. And the big money mover is Awesome Wonder. Tommy Berry's running for John O'Shea. It was $26 when it opened. It's 650 now, and there's no deductions at the moment, so that's all coin. Ting Tong is there at 10s, and we go out bigger odds as well. But what's doing with these two horses getting smashed? Um, yeah, so uh, listening to Formline, I know Brad Gray and uh, Duff were very keen on Ting Tong, and I, I have been as well the last few starts I've been on it. So I think Ting Tong's um, been running some consistent races, and it might have found one here uh, to map pretty well um, to do something. So t- watch out for Ting Tong. Now, Saucy Horsey, first of all, great name. Uh, coming up from Kieran Maher and David Useless, uh, Tommy Sherry claiming one and a half there as well. It's been a couple of wins down south, so uh, I think it it might be a bit of a watch. Um, and Lavilli, I think Lavilli the favourite is a good price. Uh, Dylan Gibbons on for Chris Lee's uh, coming out of Group One in the Oaks and coming back to some. Benchmark races at that 2000 meter. I don't think it was disgrace um, in that Oaks at all. It says seventh, but it was a lot closer. Like the winner put him away, and then it was only a couple of lengths off second. So, uh, drawn well, Dylan Gibbons on for Chris Lees. I'm going to go Lavilli uh, and maybe have a little saver on Ting Tong and watch out for Saucy Horsey. <laughs> Such a good name, isn't it? Um, race number six is 1,800 metres of the best. And Dynasties is the favourite. Tommy is on another favourite. This is the horse that won um, up in Queensland and fucking beat Gypsy Goddess, which killed me. Uh, Pikey, so far back. 250. Uh, Dakery. Zachary. Hugh Bowman, James Cummings, 8.50, second favourite. Hollywood North is there. Jay Ford's riding for Wallah. Uh, Dream Runner, like Dream Runner. Oceanic Flesh, Rebel Rama, Perfect Radiance, and Cognac. Uh, Dynasties, down from Goldie? Or back for gone, yeah. gone up there and come back? Yeah, there was a bit of um, a bit of word that it was going to stay at the uh, uh, in Brisbane and 
maybe go for a group or listed race up there. But they've decided to come down here. Snowden's placing their horses pretty well. I I, I thought it was really good, but um, it was a win of the Gold Coast, and we've seen horses win the Gold Coast do nothing anywhere else. So maybe a bit of a watch there. But I I think um, I think it probably wins this race after. Putting putting away Gypsy Goddess last start. Dakiri's a definitely improver off that run last start. I'll be watching it. And one at odds as well, another one improving second up. I reckon Zing uh, coming second uh, to an impressive winner last start, which was uh, Taksu. I, I definitely watching out for, for Zing. It, um, it doesn't do bad on these heavy tracks as well. And It'll just be improving and be running all through the winter for Waller, and I definitely yeah I'd lost a taxi along the way. You're right, they yeah. lost a taxi. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely zing. Um, I like that. Was it fifteens? Fifteens. Tough yeah. race again. Fucking hell. Um, first leg of the quad is the Lord Mayor's Cup, two thousand meters. Bethencourt is fave. Bethencourt was a really good win. Last week, I think it was, or the week before, in a midweek, drifted hard, ended up winning really well um, in the slop, in the heavy. So going around again, four forty was six dollars yesterday. Alias uh, coming off a win at Wagga, which was good. Beat Dream Runner, that's at five bucks. We got Hopeful Irish Sequel, they're all five dollars, and we go straight out to double figures with Maroni Moran, the frontman. So you win, etc. But if Bethancourt goes around again, it could be a hard one to beat. Yeah, as you said, just. Um Eats Mud just does really well in those heavy, heavy surfaces. Um, 53 kilos here, and I think we're getting a fair bit of rain at Rose Hill. I was on it that last start as well, getting that win when it was on the drift, and it just never looked like losing. And I could easily see it doing the same here. But we've seen some um, horses run really well in their last starts with um, Elias winning the Wagga Cup, Hopeful running second at Hawkesbury, doing doing really well and Moroni had a bit of a rap going towards the Gosford Cup and a couple others as well so look it's it's a good addition to the uh, Lord Mayor's Cup but I think Bethancourt for me yeah Bethancourt for me race 8 is the Furphy Handicap 1200 metres and far out another one tough one $6.50 the field um, a horse in here that I sent you guys yesterday that I kind of like too at eight fifty, but Sunborn and Bitcoin Baby are both favourites. They're both six fifty. Bitcoin opened eight dollars. Uh, Sunborn opened six dollars. So both six fifty. Irish Angels there at eights was eleven. Horse I don't mind. Lady of Luxury. Dylan Gibbons riding, claiming three for Bjorn was eleven bucks yesterday. Still eight fifty. I think that's still a bloody good price. So it's coming off a bit of a spell. Had a couple of trials. Mara, Maria Mia is there at nines. Darlene Bell, Miss Fox, Kerr Royale, Mosh. Up has been going up, but this is a good race. I like this one. Yeah, very tough. Um, look, I thought Sunborn winning midway first up was pretty good. Uh, at six fifty, the field as well. Uh, yeah, Lady of Luxury easily. Um, I I noticed again on form line, uh, Brad Gray and Duff pushing uh, Maria Mia as well. Joe Pride, just sneaky sort of uh, plan of his as well, running behind Andermatt last night, having a trial. It's It's been consistent, and, and maybe you can take out a win like this. Bitcoin Baby, I think, a big improver as well. It it, um, it was really impressive, I thought, last start. I, I didn't didn't rate much of the horse uh, to begin with, and then it, um, it won a benchmark 72, uh, placing some... Tough, tougher races, and then went on to compete at listed level as well. So, 
I I want to see our Bitcoin baby comes back. It, it one to follow as well. And Gerald and Sterling doing really well, flying crazy, winning last week. And um, they got a few of theirs heading towards Brisbane as well. So watch that. But yeah, there's you, you can make a few catches mm. for a few of these horses. Um, just see where the track ends up. If, if you like one, I, I wouldn't talk you out of anything. But yeah, I'll probably go Maria Mia or Bitcoin Baby. Right, Chuck Laddie Luxury, and then we got the Triazi. Uh, race number nine, 1,500 metres, $2.50 for Quintello. Quintello, barrier 14, had a good win at Randwick last start and also one in Melbourne somewhere, one of the con- country trucks, I think. Uh, 2.50, Zing is also nommed here, so Chad Schofield and Waller. Zola Apex, Knight of Power, Francesco Guardi. We've got Knight going around, which has um, had a little bit of coin for it. It was 26 yesterday, it's now 16. And Surf Dancer, Mr. Hustle, they're all there as well. But um, what's the go with Zing? Zing? Which one's Zing running in? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not too sure. Where, wherever it goes, it might be a bit of a push, and maybe that's why it's a bit uh, wider in the other race. Um, look, this race is tough as well. We've seen Knight of Power, very consistent horse, Francho, uh, Francis Guardi, Knight, as you said, uh, even Mr. Hustle running in some really good races lately, and tampering. But look, I think I want to be with Solar Apex. I think that winner Gossard was really good, and. Um, seems to have come back pretty well this prep. A bit like this time last year when we sort of couldn't get a um, read on this horse. I I think it might do pretty well here. Quintello is, though, very impressive in its last two starts, winning a benchmark 70 and then a 78 at at Randwick. It ended both on heavy, um, has placed and won on heavy as well. So, look, is a very impressive horse, Tommy Berry, on at a low weight. It's it's definitely um, a worthy favourite, but I think Solar Apex um, starting to grow in its body might be a bit stronger here. I'll go Solar Apex in front of Quintello. All right, Solar Apex, Huey Bowman. All right, last of the day at Rose Hill, 1,200 metres. Skywolf, his favourite. Chad Schofield's riding for the Hawks. Coming off a couple of wins down in Melbourne. Um, good ones, too. So $4 was $6. We got Rainbow Connection. Clipperton's riding for Matty Dunn. That's at fives. He's a hot shot, nine bucks. El Buena, nines. Then we go double figures with the Big Easy Space Boy. Bit of, bit of space. Uh, Titanium Power, Lancaster Bomber, Game Theory, all them. Uh, I have no idea for the last race, mate. Who do you reckon? Yeah, a bit of a tough one. So I think Titanium Power uh, will improve off its first up run. Uh, Skywolf's done some uh, um, strong couple of good wins together. I think Rainbow Connection as well, just still looking for that um, dry ground. And they just keep nominating and scratching and hoping for a dry, a dry track and they just can't find it. He's a hot shot with Bjorn. Um, Two, two seconds so far this prep. It's pretty good. El Buena is one to watch out. I Look, going down the page, I actually really like this Fangela. I know it's a long price at $23, but I think Keith Dryden has a massive opinion of this horse. Um, he, he keeps talking it up. It's I don't think it won a highway. I think it yeah ran second in a highway um, the start of this. Was it started? Well, yeah, it was in yeah, January. Yeah. Yes, in January, then it's gone around the country, sort of winning in now in Canberra, placing in Canberra, and then uh, winning a good race in Wagga as well. And I know that uh, it landed a plunge for some people in Wagga. I look very stronger uh, race here, but definitely winnable race. So heavy tracks, just a bit of a mystery. But yeah, I, I just 
maybe maybe you can win a race like this. Mammoth Mammoth was uh, massive in the Walkertown Plate last start as well, and you could even make a case for a few others, but. Maybe just one at odds, uh, Fangela, but I'd be going wide in the quaddy in the uh, last leg. Fully. The last leg is very hard. Um, all right, that's Rose Hill. I just noticed, um, obviously, there's going to be a couple of backer old doubling ups. Zugotcha is favourite in the Bill Carter Stakes at Doom and Race 3. It's also in the first with no jock name, so likely to be up there. Um, $2.40 in the Bill Carter. Have a look, quick look at a couple in Brizzy. I'm not going to talk about the Chief de Beers, Contemptuous' favourite there. Uh, Pam O'Neill, I guess it's not bad, Tommy. Like we've talked about plenty of these horses that are going around since race five. April Rain's fave there. Um, it's four bucks into three eighty. Nudge, we all know Nudge is four twenty. Yamazaki's there. Pike's riding for Costa. Decenifer, um, that's won some good races last year. Salik's there. Cafe Royale, not a bad race that one. Yeah, mate. Um, again, it's just going to depend on what sort of track we get. It's going to be really tough to sort of find. Find out Yamazaki always sort of pops up. Xenifer, I'm a massive fan of. Um, good, really tough win. It seems to have come back really well winning first up. And if if we are on a really sort of heavy track, I think it brings um, a brain right into this race. So, look, it's, yeah, it's really sort of tough um, just without knowing the weather um, and everything. But I... I can't knock the form as NFL. I, I think this win was huge um, first up. And, yeah, I've got to be with it again. Actually, we've just got to expect to have just a sloppy track um, if they go around. But um, the sprint, race six, Buffalo Rivers there at fives. Good horse. Opie's riding for Maroney. Taxu, we mentioned Taxu just before, but... Um, that is, what is it now? $6 was 7 yesterday. Soxagon had a good win. Blondo, good win. Good find from Brad Gray, actually. He made it his best value. And it got up the other week at 13s. Emerald Kingdom had a good win in that, what was the Rockhampton race? What was that called again? The Archer. Yep. Uh, Oscar Zulu, they're all there as well. So, some plenty of, plenty of decent ponies going around here. I've always been a big Taxu fan, so not sure. Joe Pride. Nine stars in the heavy, four wins, a place, maybe decent at sixes. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, we've, we've seen what Buffalo can get to as well, and if we are on that big heavy track and um, they're struggling to make up ground, you know, Buffalo is going to be in front, and they're going to as uh, well. So would Taxu as well. So they might they might be going hammer and tong up front, and that might be your Quinella there. But um, if if some of the rain doesn't come and we get a bit more of an even track. I think Toxicon's right into it as well. It um, it can upset the apple cart on um, some of these big carnival days like it did last start, and it, it seems to have come back pretty well for Mark Curry and uh, Brad Stewart knows this horse pretty well. So, um, look, the top three in the market, I think, is uh, where you're going to find the winner. All right, last one, uh, Zaki. So, absolute superstar, J-Max riding for Annabelle. Look at one last start, probably not as convincing as we thought, but was pretty, still pretty good. It's a dollar fifty going around for this Dooman Cup. Open a dollar fifty, still a dollar fifty. Polly Gray's there. Tim Clark's riding uh, for Chris Waller. Good win the other week or whenever it was. April Hugh Bowman took it to the front and fucking flew, but came second to Zaki last start. Went pretty well. Huerta's there. Cucaracha, great house, the chosen one. But is this just a matter of how far does Zaki win? You'd think so. Um, all things even. 
you think Zaki wins it pretty easily. Probably $1.50 is not too bad. Um, look, I thought Kukaracha's been huge, but I, I I think if all this rain comes, then um, the only one that can really sort of do anything else, I, I'd say it'd be Polly Gray. Um, I think that's your Quinella, and then maybe play around with a trifecta, something at a bit of odds. Um, something like the chosen one, it's proven performer at $23. That might be able to help your exotics a bit more, but... Yeah, I, I can't say anything bad about Zaki. I, I know a few people were putting it, um, saying it wasn't as impressive as we've seen last start, but I thought a few things didn't go its way. A Gold Coast track that um, probably didn't suit it and then had the likes of Ayrton trying to put it off its game and, and still put him to bed pretty easily without being ever looking like losing, really. Mm. So, I, I yeah, I think Zaki's a freak. And I really hope in... Uh, two more weeks or if it goes to the QE 22 or whatever race it goes to, we get a nice dry track. And I just, I just remember his win last year after um, yeah. coming off of Sydney prep and going to a wet track and people were questioning it and absolutely brained him. And we thought, oh, okay, no, this is, this, this is a horse. I just see the same happening again. Yeah, have to agree. All right. Last race we look at before we wrap up, we go to Adelaide and it's the Goodwood. Uh, pretty decent race. There's been some bloody good horses that have won in the past. Um, the Goodwood. Extreme Warrior is fave. Six bucks. Jamie Carr's riding for Mick Price. Six dollars in the 440. So it's had a good bit of a good go. Um, Behemoth is going around again. Eight dollars to 750. The Inferno's been backed just a little bit. 11 into 950. Zara's riding. The Astrologist can always somehow pull a win out of its ass. It's uh, 15 into 9.50. Bella Nipotina's there. Savatoxel, that's a 14s. Lombardo, regards Marie. If you're on my regards Marie the other week, you would have been cleaning up. It's won its last couple. Um, Good race, not bad. Yeah, yeah. September run uh, during that wide gate and coming out uh, does make things a bit more even as well. And so, in the boat. Uh, in the boat's not in yeah, there. Yeah, that's true as well. In, in the boat's coming out as well, so... Look, it it's sort of um, sort of throwing a spanner in the works there, but I I think I would be with Behemoth. I know uh, its first up run wasn't much, and it hasn't sort of performed in these big group ones uh, in Adelaide. But I just think class um, it's it's just the classier horse out of these, um, probably just in front of the Inferno, but and the astrologist actually it is a good field as you said Zach it is a good field and Extreme Warriors got a chance to um to win a group one here but uh, I just think the big the big behemoth um puts him to bed strips a bit fed uh, after that first up run and really really makes a statement at home and I think again 750 for a horse like it yeah I'm a big fan of behemoth and I think it it might um put a bit of a gap on these but yeah, extreme worries. Yeah, massive, massive chance. But yeah, I, I'm not going to take 440. I, I think 750 for Behemoth's good. All right, big boy Behemoth. All right, let's uh, work out a multi. We'll wrap up. All right, um, we're going a win each and a place each, and it's paying a lot. All right, my win for the day. I'm actually going to Melbourne. Didn't even cover the race, but we are going to race number eight at Flemington and Tuvalu to win. It's $2.80. I think it's a good chance. I think it'll win. And my place horse is going to be Lady of Luxury. Race number eight, Rose Hill. It's paying three bucks the place. They're my two. Tom, you're winning your place. 
Uh, Bethancourt, I think, goes pretty well. I'll go with a place at a dollar eighty, um, just with a couple other decent horses coming out of some good form. So Bethancourt to place, and I'm going to Melbourne for my win too. And I think front page his win was pretty impressive in the uh, Wagga Town Plate, and I think they've finally got this horse right, and doesn't mind Flemington at all. So I think going down to Flemington, uh, down the straight. Um, three twenty getting for front page at the moment. I think that's a pretty good price. All right, recapping: we have our two Flemington horses. Front page for Tom, race number seven to win. Mine is race number eight, Tuvalu to win. We go to Rose Hill. We have Bethancourt to place race seven. We have Lady of Luxury to place race eight, and we're chucking in Zaki as well. Um, if you don't want to chuck in Zaki, you're getting 137 to 1. If you want to add on Zaki for a little bit of juice on top, you're getting 205 to 1. So that's uh, pretty big. And I just can't see it losing, Tommy. So we'll have to uh, have a good crack. Yep. Yeah, no, nah, can't lose. That's it. Enjoy Queensland. And hopefully Doombin is on. And you're going to the sunny coast, are you, on Sunday? Yeah, I'll be up there on Sunday as well. Hopefully Sunday we get a bit of dry weather and um, go to the races up there. I think it'll make it something like five or six tracks for me in nine days uh, <laughs> all through country, New South Wales, Sydney and Brisbane. So um, how good's horse racing? <laughs> we've, got plenty of, um, we've got plenty of bloody Queensland listeners. So if you want to go see Tom, go buy him a meat pie and a can of VB and see him at Sunshine Coast races, if not Doombin, if it's not on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, um, come buy me a beer. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. Talk to you soon. Good evening, mate.